Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, 24 Karat Conversation. Yeeps. So it's been a while. Um, yeah. And honestly, this is um, kind of one of the most difficult episodes I think we will ever do um, because we are saying goodbye to our co-host, Phyllis Mantelli. Very sad. Very sad. I, okay, we're not starting off on it. I know, I know. <laughs> no, it's, oh, no. It's, it's been quite a journey. Um, we're going to have everyone and, crying in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about yeah. um, the journey and all of that. I feel like, I mean, we know that there's been so much transition as far as, um, you know, me moving and things changing and just different paths that we've had. And I feel like um, just even since last year that God just kept giving me that verse, Isaiah 43, 19, which says, I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. You will not be aware of it. I will, my dog, do you hear my dog? I hear your dog. (laughs) He's like, don't do it. No, I'm like, not, like really, really, don't like make her we're in a very deep moment. So I'm gonna go back and read uh, it, and hopefully we won't hear that. Um, I'm about to do a new thing. Like Satan growling in I there, know, right? Like, um, I'm about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you, you will not be aware of it. I will even put a road in the wilderness, and I feel like that's just oh. such a good verse to end this chapter on. Um, it's kind of crazy because Phyllis and I talked about this about a month ago about her stepping down. And as I was looking at our statistics on the podcast, looking at the dates that the first episode aired, it was actually three years ago to the very date. Wow. It happened to be that I was in Nashville, Tennessee with my <laughs> brother. And so we launched the first episode while I was in Nashville, which is that dang Nashville, man. It's in the middle. I know it took it, just took it all out. Um, so I just think it's ironic that, you know, it's three years later, there's been so much that's happened. I mean, we've been through COVID, we've been through all different mm-hmm. things, um, not only in our friendship, but in our personal lives. And so, I mean, I'm super excited for you and for your next chapter, but I'm also very sad that I'm going to lose my co-host. Don't worry, I'm not replacing her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you are not replacing <laughs> I mean, you can bring someone else on, but they can't replace me. <laughs> I'm not replacing, um, but I am going to continue the podcast because I yeah. do continue to love to encourage and inspire women. Um, so I'm going to take kind of the summer off and um, get my house in order since it's been a year of transition and um, come back, you know, in the fall with something new and um, it'll be called the same. I'm not changing the name, but just going to change uh, just the way we do interviews and that sort of thing. Always 24 karat. Always 24 karat because we are sparkly. Um, So Phyllis, I want to kind of ask you a few questions and I'm going to let you just kind of share your heart. um, I'll go into questions. (laughs) Oh oh gosh. Um, Well, yeah, it was just kind of ironic when you said that it was three years to the day, like 
same month and everything that's not coincidental. So mm-hmm. I think, um, so I know you were saying like the three was very biblical and like a complete circle, which I think is just so apropos to what this is. So over the last, um, well, this last year when all the transitions happened with you moving and stuff, and then all of a sudden my personal and professional life started moving in different directions too. And, you know, you always try to juggle all the balls and, and then you realize, like, I think one of the things that I really realized that doesn't grieve my heart anymore is that I'm really clear when, even if it's something good, if it's time to say goodbye to it, you have to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not good to hold on to something, you know, just because. And so as things started getting busier for me, I kept thinking like with that, with you being so far away and it was just easy when we could just pop over to each other's house and, you know, do the podcast. And then it just started becoming harder, you know, to figure out scheduling and stuff with both of us switching a whole bunch of, you have a whole bunch of new careers and other, you know, entrepreneurial things that you're doing. And then same with me and I'm writing a second book. And so that takes up time. And actually my speaking is starting to pick up, which is exciting. So, um, I get to share a presentation at a conference this year, which has always been a dream of mine. And I was just delighted when they asked me and shocked, quite frankly, I was like, Oh my gosh, they saw me. And you know, listen to what I had said the year before. And, um, so that was just crazy. And, and then I just kept hearing a voice. Um, I, I kept listening, you know, to the Holy spirit and, and I, uh, have really picked up a lot more women who are joining the unmothered community on my Facebook page. And I kept hearing, um, that maybe I should do an unmothered podcast myself. And Mm -hmm. so it was something in the beginning when we had first talked about both doing podcasts and then we, we just sort of like clicked into this, Hey, let's do something together. And that just fit for the time, I think. And also like, we didn't know pandemic was coming. I think that podcast was so great for people to hold on to something of like um, hope and just, really good subject matter, um, for, I think we were an inspiration for that moment. And I'm really proud of that, but yeah, my heart started like tearing more towards year three, you know, coming up, I was like, I just, you know, I'm really starting to connect into this brand of the unmothered community. I'm meeting so many, I was like shocked. I had met some women at conferences last year. I didn't know their story. And then a few months ago, I had gone to another conference and seen them there and we were talking and they started opening up and it was like, they had that story and they said, Oh, I didn't share with you before, but I've been watching you. And this is my story with my mom. And I'm just like, Oh man, like what's happening. And so I just feel like that, um, God is saying like, stay in your lane. Like, this is really where I need you right now, especially since the world went topsy turvy. I feel like everyone's mental health has just come to the forefront and mine included. And I started, you know, going back to my therapist. I was like, I'm feeling Mm -hmm. off and I'm feeling crazy. And, and it's like the whole world is. And so all of those um, issues that come up from your past. So if you have a dysfunctional mom and you're, you've always felt less than 
um, that's going to come to the forefront when everything else starts falling apart. And so I feel like that's, people are wanting to get real with, uh, how do I fix this? Like, how do I get to a place where I can, you know, know that, um, I'm not broken. And so, um, so that's just been like such a passion for me. And I, uh, really feel like God is directing me in that path. So that's where I started feeling like, Oh, but I really like the 24 karat thing. And then, you know, I could just feel God telling me like, yeah, it's the season is over though. Mm -hmm. You have to like concentrate on this. So I've really been studying a lot more, especially with writing the second book, it's going to be more of a self-help kind of book, the steps that I took and um, that I've seen work for others in my coaching of how to create better habits to not hang on to the place of the past of how you've been talked to or raised up, but creating your own healthy family and person. If you're single, even like just creating a, a, a better, healthier person than where you've come from. So. And let's just say like, I think that's so beautiful. Cause I think it's, I've always, you know, been such an advocate and such a champion of that community. I mean, we both grew up in very different environments. You know, I, I'm so blessed to have the mother that I have and the example that I have. And so, um, you know, I'm so happy that you're going to be helping other women kind of navigate through, through when they don't have that. I have, you know, many friends who have unhealthy relationships with their mothers. And I feel like that's such a needed place. So I'm super excited for that. I just want to also point out that like, this isn't the end of our friendship, people. Like, oh. <laughs> Rhonda, you have Rhonda has trauma. She's like, no, because the friendship. <laughs> so like, it's so funny because people would like inbox me and ask me like, oh, are you and Phyllis going to be okay when you move? And I'm thinking, it's so funny because no one ever asks me that. It's like, they know the... They know that that's a push point for you or something because no one ever asked me that, but you, you always get that question. I'm like, we're fine. I mean, it's funny because it's like, I mean, I just moved to Tennessee. I have a lot, I have a lot of friendships that are outside of California. Um, before I moved from California, I had a lot of friendships. And so it's just, you know, it's funny because it's like, you know, when you end something like this, that's, it's kind of, I mean, I'll be honest. It's something immediately that went through my mind. It's like, Oh, great. People are going to think that Phyllis are friends anymore. We're still friends. Don't worry. She's all my biggest fear. Yes. I'm like, we're still friends. Um, but you know, I think it's really important to also point out that like, you know, we're friends first and the podcast was something that we did as a co-collaboration, which I think completely helped both of us in the seasons that we were in. Um, and going different paths doesn't mean friendships and it just means different paths and we still champion one another. And so I think that's really important to point out because I feel like a lot of times people, you know, are in friendships and they start to do things together and they feel like, well, I can never separate from this. And yeah. I don't think that's the case. I think well, it's-, it's kind of like a marriage. Like you have to keep changing and going into different chapters. You're never going to be the same. No, I said marriage, not divorce, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, you don't stay the same in a marriage or you shouldn't, if you are like, call us, please. That's yes, not, you, are. But, uh, you know, you, you change over the years and hopefully your partner changes with you. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same thing with friendships is you're not going to be the same way that you were 10, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, 
just because something shifts doesn't mean it blows up the whole thing. And so, you know, that's, it's just a shift for us of like, okay, so, you know, now I got to move over in this place. Also, I love the fact that you're going to continue this podcast because like we've talked about, you know, when new things come up for us, like I'll come on as a guest, you know, and I'll come on and, and do a, take your spot back. I'll take, I'm like, get out of my seat. (laughs) But also I wanted to mention too, that I'm so grateful for you. And, you know, you talked about like having, you've grown up with an amazing mother. We love mama Lorraine and, you know, and I'm, I look at that in awe in you and I've, I've, um, you know, really learned a lot about mother daughter relationships through you. So I want to thank you for that. I think, um, I want to encourage other women that when you have friends that you see have a good relationship with their mom, you know, really look at that, hone those skills. And, and, and that's part of like what I talk about too, is like really, um, looking at those other people as mentors and, um, and gleaning from those good things, because we don't have anything to start from. And so I've always been grateful and like, so kind of envious of just, you know, looking at your family and, and seeing like what a closeness you have with your mom and your dad, Mm -hmm. because I don't experience those kind of things in my family. And so I've always admired you for that, to have that kind of a family. Mm -hmm. Don't cry. (laughs) All I can say is that, you know, I've shared my parents with so many people. I know my parents with so many people um, because I know that not every, I know how I, I am incredibly grateful for that. And that does not dismiss the fact that there, we have our own set of stuff, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean it's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's just love is there. And I just, you know, and I, and also I want to thank you for always, I think, um, in this whole journey, like you've helped me be stronger, uh, from the time we first met, you know, I was kind of happy and comfortable in my own little bubble, um, because I wanted to play it safe because I've had too much (laughs) trauma. (laughs) I've already, you know, had too much stuff going on. And so I was comfortable being comfortable. And one thing I just really want to encourage women is that as I'm learning, as I get older, you'd never want to be comfortable. You want to be a little uncomfortable in your life. And what I mean by that is like, you want to do things that knock you off course a little bit that are good things that are like passions that you have or different, um, different choices that you want to make that you've never made before because you're just too afraid, but they would be really good, positive things for you. You want to try it and you want to knock yourself off your game a little bit because Mm -hmm. when you have that kind of a life, it opens up to be able to help so many more people. Mm -hmm. If you sit in your house and you stay in your little bubble and everything is fine and everything is safe, what good are you? You know, you're really not helping anyone else by that. So even when we fall, people see, oh man, they got back up again. Like they can do this. And I think that's so important to teach people. And I think we've done that through the podcast of just Mm -hmm. saying like, Hey, listen, we have anxiety. We have depression. We've lost a child. We've gone through, you know, divorce, like whatever, like we've done all, we moved to Tennessee, um, you know, across the country. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We do this crazy thing and we just pack up and move. Um, but you know, those kind of things have grown us and people that have listened, have got to experience that. And I think, you know, 
without you saying like, Hey, let's do this podcast together. Like none of that would have happened. So I want to thank you for that because together, I think we were pure gold. Like we were, it was <laughs> we still are pure gold. Don't worry. We're not gold. changing. I'm still well, just not, not in, <laughs> not, not on camera. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, um, I think too, when I'm transitioning into the, the new, you know, podcast, it is going to be a lot about encouraging women. Cause I really, my heart really is encouraging women to shine and to propel them forward. Like I want to see them start that business. Um, you know, I I think of my friend, Vanessa, who I just love so much, you know, the one that I met on Mm -hmm. Instagram and she had a baby that passed away and, and she, I just felt such a need to encourage her. And, you know, she started her own little t-shirt business and it's doing well. She came to freedom Academy pregnant with her second. Yeah. That was those so are great. like the stories that I'm like, these yeah. are amazing. And I know that there's so many women out there that need to share their story. They might not have a platform, but I want the world to hear their story. And so mm-hmm. I think that that's like something I really am excited about as well um, in doing. And I think a break is going to be great for me. I mean, I have been, I was just telling Phyllis before we got on here, I'm really <laughs> tired of transition right now. She's had too much change. <laughs> I'm like, I'm exhausted from transition. Um, but you know, Phyllis- You're more than a little uncomfortable. You're, I've been, yeah, I'm like, I have done all the uncomfortable right now. I'm like, Lord, I was telling God yesterday, I'm not even kidding. I, him and I were having a talk in the shower and I just told him, I was like, can I just, I just need a rest a little bit. Yeah. I need a little bit of rest right now. I need a sabbatical. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Phyllis, uh, last year we went through a really difficult time and, uh, Phyllis was just right there beside me. And so I know that like, she'll continue to be beside me as I walk through tough things. She's the girl that I can tell stuff to. So, you know, get that friend. That's the, that's the friend you want to have. 2am friend. 2am friend. And so I'm going to ask you a couple questions now. Uh Oh, okay. okay. Because now you're in the hot seat. Now I'm on I'm the host now. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so what's your favorite episode? So funny. You were asking me that earlier and all these episodes started flying through my head. But, um, I, the thing that like stopped was, um, when we did the Gilroy strong. Mm. So we had a shooting in our town in Gilroy, California for the garlic festival, which, you know, was never the same after that. And, uh, I just remember how, how emotional that was and also the strength of our community and how much love there was too. And it just reminded me of like how Carrie Garcia talks about holding joy and sorrow in the same hand. And that's really one of those moments uh, where I, I look at it and my heart grieves. And at the same time, I love our town for just, just sticking together and being Gilroy strong. And so I think, you know, Gilroy strong. (laughs) That's funny because even out here, when we talk about garlic, like people ask where you're from and you're kind of like, Gilroy doesn't even know where that is. And when you say that, they go, oh, the Gilroy, they either say the garlic capital of the world, or they say, oh, that shooting that happened. So it's just Mm -hmm. so interesting to be so far away and like people to actually connect the shooting to the town yeah. that I lived in that I always have a special place in my heart for. I mean, oh my gosh, I grew so much in, in California, you know, especially in Gilroy. And so, um, yeah, I mean, there's a piece of my heart that will always be, be left there. So yeah, yeah I agree. That was a really <clears throat> great episode. What is probably one of the biggest things you learned? 
Ooh, uh, hands down. The biggest thing I learned was that I'm stronger and more powerful than I think <laughs> because I've always been, um, someone who will, I'll cheer you from the back of the room and I'm so okay with that. But, uh, there was this thing in me where it was like, I want to be in the front of the room once in a while too. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew like, that God had me on this path of using my voice for good things, but I didn't have the confidence. Mm -hmm. And I would say being able to do a podcast, you only have your voice. You only have your voice. And so your voice has to matter. And I knew that it could, but I, I, didn't have the confidence that it would. And so the more episodes we did, people were coming to me. I heard this a lot, which, uh, gives me good enthusiasm for the next podcast, but people would come to me and say, I love listening to the sound of your voice. It soothes me. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. You know, that your voice could have an impact. Yeah. And so, um, I've grown through that. So I think that that's really helped me in other areas to know that my voice matters and also it has impact. Yeah, definitely. I feel the same. It taught me a lot of stuff as well. I mean, I feel yeah. like even just, even at work, like it just yeah. was me. I mean, there were so many things that I did at my job because of this podcast. Um, I mean, I even helped start a podcast you did. at my other company and that was just such a great thing because I would have never been able to do that had not this experience. And I think that goes back to remembering that sometimes when you get uncomfortable, like the lessons that you're going to learn, you're going to take into wherever you're going next or whatever you're doing, you know, currently where you are. It all works into all different areas. Yeah. Yeah. But I think confidence for sure, you know, I think I resonate with that completely. Okay. So this it's the hard, this is the hard one. What will you miss the most? Well, that's you, silly. <laughs> well, there you know that. That was a trick question. <laughs> Besides me. <laughs> you're all, you better say me. You better. I wish you could have seen her face. She was like, duh. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't make me get the church giggles up. Too funny. Um... This, this is what I'm going to miss is just the banter back and forth. Uh, like we, you make me laugh like no other. It's so funny. Like we can just pick up on the dumbest thing and crack up and like your fur jacket. The one time. <laughs> okay. Knock it off with my fur jacket. I like my fur jacket. Wait, if I start Let's... seeing a lot of fur, I'm going to call you out. I'm oh my God. Chris Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> just left all that fuzz all over the place. Um, yeah, I think just the bantering, the the camaraderie, it's hard. It's, that's the one thing too, is like, you know, you want to do your own podcast, but then it's like, it's only you. <laughs> and so now we're, you know, trying to line up different guest speakers and things like that. And um, in your drive, you're the only one driving the bus. So like when it is just you doing the podcast alone, it's like, you have to really hone in on that. But um, that's what I'm going to miss the most is just having... I think having just a co-host with you makes all the difference in the world, but you know, was, it was a great, it was a great ride. It was a great ride. And I think, you know, I mean, there's so much to be said. I mean, I kept track of statistics only really to just see kind of where 
our audience was. I mean, it was all over the world, which was incredible to me. And when I checked this morning, we had over 30,000 downloads, which I think is incredible. And not because it was 30,000 downloads because we were 30,000 people is what is where I come from. Because it's like, at the end of the day, I don't really care about the number or the statistic of it, but. And you don't want to hold on to that as people going, oh my God, are you crazy? You shouldn't, you know, like you should continue on because you've got 30,000, but it's like, that's what we're saying about good things. Yes. Peaking and, you know, you're going to continue on and it'll be a different format, Mm -hmm. but not really, you know? So, um, yeah. So I think, you know, you can't just hold on to something just because of the numbers or just because you have to, well, you have to follow a path of what God God wants you on. You can't just like do your own thing. And And even good things like, you know, I mean, this year I quit my job and a job for 12 years, same thing. It's very similar to, you know, ending a chapter. I mean, those people, like I got to see some of them last week and I was like, oh my gosh, those are my, you know, my work family, which is so crazy. But at the same time, it's like, I know that I'm in the right place for the right season for right now. And I think that that's something that's really hard, but it's something that people need to be comfortable, be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And so, yeah, I am wishing you the very, very best, not only wishing, but praying you the very, very best. Um, and there was a verse that I was reading this morning and it says, Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which which God prepared in advance for us. Um, So I believe that God knew, God knew the ending, the beginning and the ending of this chapter for you and for 24 Karat. And I am so grateful to our audience who has listened to us for three years. Oh my gosh, we love you guys. We love you so much. And there's so many great new things to come for you. And I'm excited for you. And I'll be back like many times. Yeah. Well, I'm like, Hey, can I pop in here? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, Phyllis will be back. She's just not going to be on regularly. So not a regularly scheduled guest anymore, (laughs) but that's okay. I, um, I'm excited for you. I love you. And I'm excited for you. You're going to be very, very much missed, but stay tuned. 24 Carat tribe. Um, there's, there'll be some changes, but it's all going to be good. Make sure you go follow, like, subscribe, all those things to Phyllis. Um, her stuff will all be in the show notes. And uh, when she starts that podcast, of course, I'm going to have you on so that we can um, talk about Absolutely. what you're doing there. We'll so, be crossing over guest hosts with each exactly. other. <laughs> and until next time, because it is not goodbye. It's just until next time, 24 Carat Tribe. Sparkle on. Bye. Bye.